never walked on the moon. Elvis ain't dead, you ain't going crazy. It's all in your head. It's all interpretation. Oh my. To find the truth, you gotta read between the lines. Dang it, Bobby. Work out your own salvation. You are the best of white people. It's hard to find him. It's more than a place to stay in my mind. That's not how it works. That's not how any of this works. Jerry, just remember. It's not a lie. If you believe it. You should never be allowed to talk to people. There is a fine line between genius and madness. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. God bless America. Oh, another day of the races, Mark. Wow. Should be a <laughs> What do you think? I don't know. <laughs> or no hoot. That's the question. Hey, do you give a hoot? No. <laughs> or are we talking about Hootie the Owl? I'm oh, confused wow. now. But Yikes. it's Monday. <laughs> Last night, Tim Scott made the announcement that uh, he is leaving the campaign trail for 2024. He, uh, hmm. his, his team was shocked. He didn't tell anybody. He goes on Trey wow. Gowdy's show on Fox uh, last night, and which I miss Trey Gowdy in, in Congress. Yeah. I miss his. Yeah. Uh, I just I miss him being in there, and yet he did what we always ask our politicians to do: get into your job and get out. It's just the right. thing is, if you had term limits, you would lose people like him, which you lose people like them anyway because they don't plan to be career politicians in Washington D.C. I just right. thought you yeah. know anyway. But Tim Scott went on Trey's show last night and announced that he uh, it's just not his time yet. He said uh, mm. he will not be vice president and he will not endorse a candidate. He's just being his own man, which is the right yeah. thing to do to be. I think sure. I don't yeah. think the endorsement thing means anything unless you're trying to lay yourself in for the next administration, you know? Right. You're trying to lay a foundation for right. some sort of political future, yeah. which I think is a presidential run anyway for most of them. Yeah. They're just trying to get their faces seen and get known by the public. And right. they spend a lot of money, a yeah. lot of money to do it. Oh, yeah. Uh, a lot of donated money. I say, yeah. <laughs> well, um, so as we begin this week, Mark, there's a uh, an uptick in reports of people on the uh, of teachers and and uh, other business people that you wouldn't expect on the uh, platform OnlyFans. OnlyFans mm. is the kind of yeah. a DIY porn site. It's not necessarily porn. It's a, a place where people create a page. And you subscribe to it if you like them, you know, you want to follow them or whatever, and you pay a certain amount per month to get their materials. That's what it amounts to. Now, often they are porn related sites for women. You are, I mean, by women rather. Right. Not all, but I looked at it because they're trying to make it seem like this is mainstream. Right. And I thought, well, okay, mainstream, then other celebrities would do it. Right. You know, celebrities would take advantage of something like that because it pays directly to their account. It doesn't go through right. an agent. Yeah, you, know, you got your agent, your lawyer, and your manager that all get their ten percent. By the time you get any money, it's thirty percent of what you started with. Only right. fans is just one person. You just go there, post your pictures, and move on. People, but I looked at the list of these so-called celebrities that are on there. Yeah, and um, I know a couple of them, but I wouldn't. <laughs> I mean, Carmen Electra, <laughs> Carmen really? Electra. I mean, 20 years ago, Carmen Electra was a bit part in the movie uh, about Starsky and Hutch, okay? Okay, yeah. 20 years later, no. I don't even... I, <laughs> I can't imagine without plastic surgery what she would look like now, but it ain't going to be good. 
So <laughs> I just I'm think I'm looking at the and Denise Richards. You know, the last mm-hmm. thing yeah. other than being married to Charlie Sheen uh, and having children, yeah. I don't get it. And their child, Sammy uh, Sheen, is actually on OnlyFans. Um, wow. And they call that a celebrity too. If you're the, I guess oh, if you're okay. the child of a celebrity, you become a celebrity in and of yourself. Okay, fine. Anyway, I looked on that list, and I, I of twenty seven celebrities or you know whatever that are on there, and none are relevant in today's world. Well, except Bella Thorne, uh, Disney actress, uh, redheaded girl. She was in the movie Blended, uh, played the oldest daughter of Adam Sandler in the movie with uh, uh, Barrymore, Drew Barrymore. Yeah. It wasn't a big okay. hit movie, but it was fun. Right. I like it's a family film. Yeah. I liked it. Uh, yeah. She played the oldest daughter, did a good job, and then became super irrelevant. You remember the fires out in uh, Southern California back? My gosh, it's been probably 2012, 13, 14, somewhere in there. And okay. Bella Thorne uh, sent out a tweet about the, the traffic problems. She was trying to get to a concert that her, whoever she was dating was a musician. And she was complaining about the traffic getting to wherever she was headed. And they're like, so sorry to be a bother. You know, the fires that are killing people, you know, it was like, <laughs> right, she, yeah. she, and it's like, it, they were, it was used as this thing. of You've got this 18, 19, 20 year old. Yeah. Celebrity actress, model, whatever she is. So out of touch to not know yeah. that 15, the reason you are stuck in traffic is because people are dying and losing their homes. Right. And it was, wow. You know. Yeah. So out of time. Sorry for the inconvenience. Yeah. We'll t- we'll try to die more quietly. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. We'll, we'll won't scream the next time the fire's burning us. That's uh, right. Anyway, so Yikes. but I saw she had it, but her page she created her page in like 2020. Uh, yeah. So several years ago, and and it made a million dollars in its first 30 days or 24 hours, something mm-hmm. like that. Some crazy number yeah. like that. And it was like, wait a minute. Yeah. There are millions. There there are plenty of people in this world that will pay money for something that I would. So yeah. there you have it. Right. Yeah. Anyway, the thing That's is, the reason it's in the story is because of these teachers. Um, yeah. the, a lot of te- they're first we had the te- the female teachers having sex with their students. That's right. been a story for the last. To be honest with you, Mark, we've seen it now for twenty years. Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. We used to back in the day. We used to we used to ask, "Don't they have a poster in the teachers' lounge that says don't touch the kids?'" <laughs> I mean, <laughs> don't they? Yeah. Shouldn't they? <laughs> but you know, you said something back then, Mark about normalizing yeah the behavior mm-hmm. yeah and uh, this is close to it it's getting there you know because so many oh, it's, it's happening so yeah. often yeah. if it we and we have made the comment and i still believe it's true if a 35 year old overweight teach male teacher is hitting on a 14 year old girl we're going to lose our crap but if a yeah. hot 35 year old female is hitting on a 14 year old boy we say well, when I was his age, I didn't, you know, it's just, that's how we, as a people look at it, even the left-wing liberal pinko commies that say, it doesn't matter. They're saying the same thing behind the scenes, you know, mm-hmm. it, and it's, it's not a fair reality. It's not fair to assume such a thing, but it is, I think my problem with it is this only fan stuff associated with teachers. Now we have teachers yeah. who are already in these risky relationships or well no it's not a risky relationship when you're dating when you're when you're raping a 13 year old boy or a 14 year old girl yeah. or whatever it is but they're saying there's changing because a the public schools are horrible now they're making them teach things they don't want to teach they're driving them out of it because they don't they can't do anything with the kids there is no mm-hmm. discipline the kids don't do yeah. anything and you've got to keep moving them up if you don't move them out it's your fault and so 
you've got these decent looking teachers that are starting to migrate to, by creating their own only fan sites and yeah. making more money on only fans in three months, putting their own DIY porn up than they're making yeah. all year as a teacher. Wow. Yeah. There was yeah. a, uh, one of the UFC fighters, a female UFC fighter said that she did an only fans thing and she made more on it. I think in her first month on that only fans than she made in her entire career of fighting in the UFC. Wow. And I'm thinking, well, to be honest with you, I've never really wanted to watch girls fight. I don't even like it when <laughs> I don't like it when two girls are fighting in the movies. You know, I know they're stunt women yes. doubling for yeah. the actresses because yeah. all you hear is ooh, ow, ooh, ah, and pulling hair. You know, it's just it's, come on. I don't want to see that hot chick get a bloody nose yeah. and a black eye. And by the way, her makeup still looks good. And she just you know after the fight, yeah. her makeup is still solid. And I don't look, man. I got hit one time by accident, and I looked like crap for three days. You know, they're getting yeah. hit 20 times in the face and smacked with purses mm -hmm. and pulled hair and they just shake it off and move on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, but, but professional wrestling is real. Come on. Oh, <laughs> we never walked on the moon. <laughs> Elvis ain't dead. <laughs> but anyway, that, the whole thing with only fans and teachers yeah. really has a, it, it's becoming a big story right now. And yeah, I think it's fascinating because I, Mark, I would not, I don't know what they all do. I say DIY porn. It doesn't mm. necessarily mean porn, by the way. I don't know exactly. I've never paid for anything like that. I'm just not no. that interested. It's kind of like social media, you know? It's like yeah. I don't follow people. I am connected to people that I care about. Um, right. But for the most part, I, I really just kind of do my thing, and I really don't post a lot of stuff. But right. I, I look at you. The OnlyFans is for people to pay to see Mark Congleton doing whatever mm. Mark Congleton does. <laughs> I'd go broke. <laughs> but the the thing is, I've never been there either. I I I'm aware of it. I've read a lot about it, but I've never I've never been there. But the I, never the been teachers, to me either. I just <laughs> I this whole situation it goes like like you were saying it goes back to what we talked about before with the with the uh, kids being touched by teachers, mm -hmm. students being molested by teachers, getting into relationships with teachers and. And then now you have them, you know, that, well, this is safer. I'll just get people to pay me to do things to myself right. on video, you yeah. know? And it's just, it's just, it's a sad, sick situation in a society that is in, in increasing moral decay. I mean. Well, and I think that's important to point out. I'm glad you said yeah. that, Mark. And <clears throat> pardon me. There's a, a couple of articles that popped up um, about this. There's a school in Missouri where um, a couple of weeks ago they suspended a teacher when they found out she had, she was still teaching and they found out she had an OnlyFans account and yeah. uh, they, they made her quit. Well, they just had a second teacher last week. They, they found out she had an OnlyFans account. She said that wow. uh, she made $65,000 in two weeks on OnlyFans. Yeah. Are you really going to give her, she's what, making 35, 40,000 years as a school teacher. Do you really yeah. think if you give her the choice, get rid of that or quit teaching, what do you think she's going to choose? Yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, anyway. I just find it interesting, yeah. you know, the, how, how we have gone as a country. I never, again, though, I don't, I don't want to go out there and say, I know what's on OnlyFans because I've actually never been on anybody's OnlyFans mm -hmm. site. Yeah. So I don't know what it is, but I, I have a feeling, I have a really strong feeling that if I were to create an OnlyFans site for myself, I would be the only fan. <laughs> and it would be, put your clothes back on, man, please, please, more clothes, more clothes. <laughs> Click here 
<laughs> Ten to, bucks to put my clothes back on. There you go. <laughs> See? More cowbell. That's what we need. Anyway, so there's there's a whole big thing running right now on that. And I thought it was interesting because that seems to be more interesting than what's happening in the world of politics, you know? That's As true. Tim Scott announced he was dropping out of the race last night, nobody on his team knew. They just knew, hey, he's making an appearance on Trey Gowdy's show. And he goes Woo-hoo. on and says, oh, yeah, I mean, think about it. You got paid people on staff, right? They're paid and they're going to run with it as long as you can. And a lot of you're them are the guy who's done the booking, right? Yeah. You're the guy who's uh, done all the correspondence. You've right. communicated with, with Fox News, Trey Gowdy's people. You've got them all hooked up. Woohoo, we got Tim on Trey Gowdy. Mm-hmm. He said, what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, the, and that's what happened. He's on the show and he did. So, hey, from a booking, and, and you know, they're both South Carolina guys. People you know, might yeah. forget that Trey Gowdy was a congressman from South Carolina, but right. anyway. Tim Scott being a man's man and a politician and a good guy. It was interesting. I told you last week that a couple of the people who actually stood out during the last uh, uh, debate, Nikki yeah. Haley and well, Tim Donna Scott. liked him. Yeah. 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 And she didn't have a clue as to who he was. Didn't have a clue. And yeah, which is fine. That's kind of why I wanted her opinion on it. What do you think of these people? And, uh, yeah. but she was like, he really knows what he's talking about. He sounds like he knows what he's talking about. You know, mm-hmm. not, and I think she was, impressed with his um ability to remain calm you know and i'm gonna tell you it's a cute thing and it's the best thing but it's not going to sell tickets you know if you want to win the prize you've got to go over the top you really have to yeah yeah it's funny that uh the people in the republican party the gop the religion of right-wing politics um these people all want someone who is statesmanlike, right. right? One of the reasons they hate Donald Trump, he's not statesmanlike. Well, who was yeah. the most statesmanlike person on the stage the other night? Yeah. It was Tim Scott. Right. Level-headed, calm, cool, collected, mm-hmm. had a firm answer for everything, right. uh, redirected in the proper direction when he was asked ridiculous questions, yeah. you know, that sort of a thing. He was the most statesmanlike guy, and he looked around and said, I'm out of here. Yeah. You know? <laughs> And I'm glad he did. You know, maybe it's yeah. the thing he, he's, his thing was that uh, it's just not now, Tim. That was what he said. The people are, people are saying not now, Tim. <laughs> well, okay. That's a good way to look at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it kind of reminds me of home improvement. I don't think so, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> oh, funny. Well, meanwhile, the other uh, candidate from South Carolina is Nikki Haley. I like Nikki mm-hmm. Haley. Liked her yeah. when she was a governor. Liked her at the U.N. But I like Nikki Haley because of when she was in South Carolina, Paul, as governor, she had to stand up against a lot of bricks and rocks thrown her way. And I liked how she handled things with class. I don't know really that much more about her. I just remember that when liberals attacked, she had an answer for why she did certain things. And they Mm -hmm. were good explanations to me. But again, if a conservative person, a white guy attacks uh, a female of color, any color, uh, they are a moron, idiot, you know, horrible, whatever. But if a Democrat yeah. attacks, it's just politics as usual. So the Democrats yeah. have attacked her for everything from her uh, way she combs her hair to where she really, you know, she's being about her not using her Indian name, things like yeah. that. They have actually attacked her for this. Like she's never used <laughs> when that. that. Well, actually is her name. Nick. Right. But, you know, uh, I know that's what I mean. But, you know, they're terrorizing right. over, you know, her background. It's like I for a long time, I didn't realize she was uh you know, a phone call, you know, a a phone call center Indian. I thought she was native American Indian. I didn't (laughs) know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was on Fox news Sunday 
and uh, yesterday, and she said that uh, former President Donald Trump's strong lead in the polls is not going to turn into votes because people were getting tired of the, quote, drama and chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, the drama and chaos is all being generated by the left. Right. Every last bit of it is. It's Doesn't all being generated. It's manufactured drama and chaos, right. chaos using our legal system, and our court system. And anyway, Shannon Bream, she's the anchor. She said, President Trump is 30 to 40 points on the entire rest of the field. Uh, how do you convince voters to abandon somebody that's 30 to 40 points up? And Haley says, I think certainly Trump has some strong support. I've always said he is was the right president at the right time. And I agree with a lot of his policies. The problem is drama and chaos follow him. Whether fairly or not, it's constantly following him and Americans feel it. And so I think you can look at that with our elections over and over. We paid a price for it. We need to have someone who can win the general election as well. We need to make sure we have a new conservative leader. Republicans have lost seven out of the last eight popular votes for president. She went on to say, send somebody in there that beats Biden between nine and 13 points. That's the way we win up and down the ticket. Governors, races, congressional seats, all of those seats. That's what we're trying to do. It's, It's not just win the presidential. We want to win across the board, and I can do that. And she adds, I'll tell you that I think people are getting tired of the drama and the chaos and the negativity. Well, that's a lot to unfold there. Yeah. Um, I, I've already addressed the, mm-hmm. the thing about the drama and the chaos and the negativity. That's all manufactured. You know, every, every bit of right. the left is doing all that to him to, to confuse people and to make people uncomfortable with him. This winning up and down the ticket, governor's races, congressional seats, all that stuff, that's not on Trump. Right. That's on the GOP. And the GOP has got to get behind the right people at the right time with the right money and the right promotion in order to get them into office. But and beyond from that, what they also have seeing, the right message. They have to have a message for the area they're running, and it has to be It can't be just this blasted, here's the paper, here's what you believe. You know, people yeah. want to, I, I believe, I think conservative, I think people who vote for the R's, specifically are the rhinos, those are the people that we, they're going to vote how, R&D. That's all they're going to do. But there yeah. are people, I believe, that will vote with somebody who says something that resonates with them that they believe mm. in. I, I hope so anyway, because yeah, Lord knows there are plenty of mistakes made by politicians on every side of the aisle. But yeah, at what point do we look at them and say, when are you guys going to tell the truth? I'm sick and yeah. tired of hearing the lies that are get spewed and backed up by the government. I'm tired of it, Mark. I'm yeah. fed up. This is a, the, the government. Okay. Is of and by and for the people. It is not a separate thing. They're not the elites. Mm. They're not the chosen people. We chose them. Yeah. They're not chosen by God. They're not, they weren't yeah. born with this opportunity for this right to be in office, yet they lie to us every chance they get. And I'm tired yeah. of it. I really am. Yeah. I'm sick and tired of seeing Sandy Hook promise stuff. I really am. Mm. I, yeah. And that's fun. That is a big funding thing. And what they've done with it is ridiculous, Mark. It is ridiculous. And I'm tired of it. And it's like I've been attacked for it. And every time I get attacked, it's really. What about this? What about this? What about <laughs> yeah, this? Yeah. What about this? And they can't answer. You're just wrong. I don't I don't like what you're saying. Therefore, you're wrong and mm. you should not have the right to say it. Really? It hurts right. your feelings when I call you a liar? Okay. Yeah. I can prove you're a liar. Here it is. Mm. Now, and I, that's what I'm sick of. And government backs that up. I'm tired yeah. of it from mm. both sides. And look, I, Donald Trump is not running for pastor of the United States. You know, he wasn't before. He isn't now. But this goes to show you how hard the Democratic Party, the left in this country, the liberals will fight 
to keep the lie moving forward that they have stolen these elections. I, I really would like to know how many, what was the real vote count in 2016? I yeah. believe it was the biggest landslide in the history of our country. Otherwise, mm -hmm. there's no way Donald Trump could have defeated all of the cheating that went on. His win was yep. so mammoth. And we saw it during the, uh, you know, I just remember the first time you pointed it out that it was before it, when there were other candidates besides Hillary, but she was the chosen front runner. And you were pointing out going, there's no excitement. There's no, there, nobody showing up. Donald Trump's, yeah. you know, the, the thought Donald Trump might be in the area. All of a sudden, people are buying tickets to stand on the side of the highway in case he drives by. There, he was yep. exciting them because of the things he was saying that touched the spirit of the American people. The spirit is that thing yep. that we believe in standing up for what is truly right. And Donald Trump looks like somebody who would do that. He acts like somebody who will stand up for what is right. I think he's made a lot of mistakes. Certainly, I have. You know, again, my <laughs> we said it before. If I was running, yes, I did it. That was me. Okay, <laughs> fine. <laughs> Don't deny it. Move on. I mean, really, are you going to hold Donald Trump accountable for something he said or did in the 80s, 70s, yeah. as much as they, you would want to be held accountable for the things you said and did in college or before? What about high school? Well, well like I said, we're dealing with the same people who dug back into somebody's high school yearbooks oh, gosh. in order to try to keep him off the Supreme Court. Yeah. That's who we're dealing with. Huh. The, the level of desperation is incredible. It's in, when you look at all those things, the things that they're dragging up, for example, in New York, where they're trying to de basically destroy his business empire. They're just trying yeah. to take that all away from him right now. Yeah. You know, that's what they're trying to do. They're trying to and, and they're using the ignorance of the general population to do it, because most people, as we've discussed before, don't understand how finances operate on the billionaire level. They just don't understand no. money at that level. It works differently for people at that level than it does for you and me. Taxes are completely different. Ask anybody who owns a small business how right. taxes work, and they'll tell you, oh, yeah, everything's in the business. Yeah, my dog's food. I have the business pays for it. Everything does. It's a co totally different world, and it's even more different when you're up at the at the echelon that he is working with billions of dollars a year. You you assign values to things that aren't actually real right. as long as you can get the money. And then you pay all that money back, which is exactly what he did and what they, they're fussing about that in New York. And he keeps saying, I paid it all back. I paid right. it, paid it back early. I paid, <laughs> everybody got their money. They made their interest. They did. Their, all you're trying to do is all they're trying to do is to, is to demonize the man in the eyes of the ignorant. That's what they're trying to do. This, this is just the way they work. They know you don't understand certain things. So that's where they go to demonize people. Right. He did what? He did what? And <laughs> well, what he did was probably perfectly legal and widely done in the business world at that level. But you don't know that because you don't work there or live there. And they know that. And so they're playing on your ignorance. Right. That's <laughs> what we're dealing with here. It's just, it just kills me. It just kills me. They, they know that you don't understand taxes for people at his right. level, which is why they wanted to get his taxes in public to show oh, he never pays taxes. Well, that's not how taxes work for people right. like him. They don't work the same way. Right. They just want you to think he's a cheat. He's a liar right. that he's a corrupt businessman when, you know, he might have done some nudge, nudge, wink, wink business at times. It happens, you know, Hey, listen, I'll, I'll pay you guys extra to come, even though you're not supposed to be here. All right. You know, I'll get you those tickets to the next game. Come on. 
He's probably done things like that to get yeah. union people to do jobs that they're not supposed to do. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Because stuff has to get done. But it happens. Thing you know, it that, happens everywhere. But again, they're picking at his scabs and ignoring their yes. own. And that's the problem with it all. And I, at some point, <clears throat> I I guess watching what they're doing to him now and what they're doing in Atlanta is just oh. a sign that if they can do this to him, if they can tear up his time, energy, money, what can they do to you or me? Mm. And that means they could stomp us into a mud hole, take everything we've earned in our life, which might not even be that much, and put you in jail. They yeah. could actually show up today and do that to any one of us. They, and they will if they feel like it's necessary. Mm-hmm. If you actually, make enough noise and you make them uncomfortable enough, yeah. they will. They might even do it if it's not necessary. Mm. They just do it for fun. Hey, you know, I can see their meeting. Hey, give me that cigar. Okay, today, it's Congleton and Eccles. Go get them. You know? <laughs> I need answers to my tax questions. Where can I find them? Need answers? Try our interactive tax assistant on irs.gov forward slash ITA. Simply select your tax questions, provide your information, and it gives you answers. Also, check our help and resources page and try our online tax map. 5,000 tax topics from A to Z. Plus, you can access forms, publications, in a variety of formats. Mark and Mac Show podcast. We appreciate you joining us. Share with a friend. Getting a, when we started doing this podcast, it was specifically to look at the 2024 election. And I think it's been fascinating to watch the candidates that we've been following on both sides. I mean, it's not like we're just talking about uh, the Republican candidates. We've been, we have spent a little bit of time on the Democrats. This past weekend, Joe Biden uh, did another hugely embarrassing thing when he uh, decided he didn't know why he was there at, at the Veterans Day celebration. Unbelievable. Just unbelievable. He uh, he was confused Saturday during a wreath-laying ceremony at Arlington National Cemetery to commem- commemorate Veterans Day. During the solemn ceremony, the 80-year-old president was slowly guided by a member of the Honor Guard to place a wreath in front of the Tomb of the Unknown Soldier. However, after doing so, he seemed confused about what to do. He turned around to walk back to his place, but then suddenly turned back around towards the wreath. The member of the honor guard then raised a gloved hand to gesture for him to return to his place. It was an unusually awkward scene for a president during a wreath-laying ceremony. The moment was captured live on C-SPAN and highlighted by critics on social media. While Biden has stumbled and fumbled around a stage many times, the latest incident comes as more questions are being raised, including by Democrats, about Biden's age as he seeks a second term in the White House. Politico. In a Friday newsletter called Biden's Age, No Laughing Matter These Days, and they add, it's at the heart of his precarious standing in the polls, and he needs a strategy, something, anything, for addressing voters' concerns about electing an octogenarian to a second term, which will end when he is 86 years old. In August, about three-quarters of adults in an Associated Press NORC poll said they think Biden's too old to effectively serve as president. Even among Democrats, the numbers were scary. 69% said he was too old. The newsletter noted that when asked what words came to mind when mentioning Biden, more than a quarter of the poll respondents used words associated with age, such as old, outdated, aging, and elderly. 
and 15% mentioned words associated with being slow and confused. The report noted that Biden's top challenger for 2024, former President Donald Trump, does not suffer from the same perception. People don't see Trump that way. You know, Mark, Biden, again, taking aside the difference we have politically, you and I have said this now for a long time. It's not right. It's not fair to do this to a man. I, I know he's doing it to himself. He's there. But this goes to show you why they can't walk away. Some people at 80 are very healthy and active. Some, not all. Most are really beginning to slow down. As a matter of fact, I think it was Rodney Dangerfield who pointed out to Jay Leno that uh, only 10% of people who make it to 80 make it out of their 80s. Okay? Mm -hmm. Only 10%. Yeah. And that's what we're seeing here. We're seeing a man who could, if he were to... If he was at home and he went to sleep and didn't wake up, there would be no autopsy except he's president. Yeah. So they will, but if yeah. he died in his sleep, he's 80, you know, not in great health. Yeah. You could see it. You could see it leaving him. His balance, everything has been gone. He's been falling a lot. I don't like that. And I'm not mocking the man. He's too old. He's out of it. He should not be there, but you know, the party doesn't care. The party that gave us the guy who still can't speak, who, uh, Fetterman, the guy yeah. who is, you know, this is a guy who belongs in a, in a nursing home and not in con How does that, how do they not un make him understand? You got to wear a suit and tie. How do they not make a United States Senator understand that? Is it because oh. there's nobody there to dress him? And just, mm. I mean, Mark, I'm, I'm concerned that the Democrat party is terrorizing president Trump and anybody who supported him. And they're pushing Biden and Fetterman. Those, I mean, the only thing that would be what we have now is if Fetterman yeah. was vice president. It's, you know, if Kamala Harris resigned over an OnlyFans thing and they got to have a new guy, person, let's put in Fetterman as vice president. That would, but he'd make about as much sense speaking to the public. More. I mean, I think it'd be an upgrade. Probably, I think it'd do, the Fetterman like, would be an yeah. upgrade. Yeah, you could probably read from a teleprompter and, and deliver speeches more effectively than Kamala Harris. Or I'm thinking about on the world stage. The rest of the world is looking at the United States of America. Yeah the leaders of the free world, so to speak, and seeing their president getting confused at a basic ceremony that every president has done every year. And they, they know how it works. This is how it, how many of them has he been to not serving as president and watched the process and known how it goes on. And he still gets, you know, and he's been, they had to have rehearsed him. Okay. You do this, you go here, you follow this guy, do what he says, go back to your seat. You know, that's how, that's, that's how complex it is. Take the wreath, take it over there, right. lay it there, go back to your seat. That's what you got to do, Joe. Nothing else. And he decides to turn back around and go back towards the wreath again. No, that's not in the program, Joe. Go back to your seat. And and the rest of the world is looking at this guy and thinking, wow, these these people, this this America is gone. They've lost it. And those who would do harm to others who usually would be afraid of us coming to their aid are no longer afraid. Right. That's why, that's why Hamas attacked Israel. That's yep. why Iran supported Hamas in t attacking Israel. And that's why there is so much anti-Semitism rising nowadays oh, because the it? power, the strength of the U S has held that back for mm -hmm. so long. And now that is not there. Nope. I think, you know, Mark, what has been interesting to me, um, and I have actually said it out loud. How does how does a Jewish a person a Jewish person vote for a Democrat? I've wondered it out loud. And I think yeah. for the most part, those who have supported Democrats, it's something they believed in and thought was right. They really believed it. Finding out the truth, 
that they're the, the Democrat Party is an anti-Semitic party and supports anti-Semitic causes, supports Muslims against Jews. They support everybody against the Jewish uh, religion. They just they are what they are. And now it's coming out. Uh, I saw a thing on Hollywood uh, anti-Semites yesterday, and it's pretty huge that the Jews in Hollywood are now realizing that they are not accepted out there any more than any other group that, uh, you know, is not, to be honest with you, Hollywood isn't, old, it's, the old, it's the, what do they used to call it? The old boys club. Uh, hmm. Anyway, it's, it is the male white middle-aged club of guys who wish they were 25, not 45. You know, that's what Hollywood is run by. And yeah. they occasionally will have a female or an African-American or somebody that other than a white male running something, but they project that onto the rest of us because they are the anti-Semites. They are the homophobes. They are the Islam. You know, they are all those things they put on us and that's Hollywood. And we look to them to entertain us and tell us what we right. should think. And they're all idiots who now we know are Jew haters. There you go. Yeah. I, for years have been saying, well, how, how can you value the opinion of somebody who pretends to be other people for a living? Yeah. And not I mean, even good half the time. Yeah. And I realize, <laughs> I realize that we have some people, there are some people that are in the entertainment business who've got their heads on straight. There are some, sure. you know, they're out there, they're in the minority. Yeah. Um, and there are some who have their heads on straight who just don't, they just, they take the Dolly Parton approach. Yeah. Why alienate half my right. audience? And they, they just won't talk about politics. And I don't right? have Those a problem are, with that. They're smart. You know, I do not have a problem with that agenda. You know, of, yeah. of protecting oneself. Don't have it. Yeah. It's the ones, I think the ones that get me. And it came from, uh, in particular, uh, the Dixie Chunks, uh, Natalie Maines. Okay. Yes. When she was, they were in Great Britain and they were knocking on President Bush for attacking in Iraq. Uh, and she said, I'm, you know, not, I'm, what, I can't say something about it. I'm not proud to be an American or from Texas or whatever it was. But anyway, she yeah. said some pretty hurtful things about the United States, the liberal agenda. She just spoke it out loud. And when you're in that kind of room where everybody says the same thing and you agree with yeah. it kind of thing, yeah. and that's what she was doing and she did, but she did it on foreign soil and people here at home really didn't like, they, they took great umbrage with that. Mm -hmm. And, um, radio stations, country, God and country. Okay. Country radio. <laughs> they pulled the Dixie chunks off the air. Yeah. Now people, I laugh at this because, uh, it took a while for the backlash to settle in. Uh, their, the record they had out uh, was still selling at the time and doing well. Um, they had another hit record after the London fiasco, but they, this, they had been like the, uh, kind of a country alt band. Uh, you know, they had a different sound. I remember that mm -hmm. I've, I've got some great stories about the Dixie chunks that I have the date back to before they became big, actually. Well, Natalie in particular, they were real big, but anyway, <laughs> I remember her saying after, uh, you know, they were getting canceled by radio and uh, country radio and performances were canceled in the U S and she said, well, I thought I had a right to speak my mind. You know, I have a first amendment right to free speech. I thought that was, you know, it's like, that doesn't mean there are not consequences. Yes. Yeah. You have the right to say whatever you want, as long as it doesn't cause harm, you know, right. But yeah. there are consequences to what you say. Yeah. I called a yeah. woman, a big fat, lazy pig on the air one time and I got suspended for it. Okay. Yep. Uh, I had to apologize, which believe me, you know what? You can say, I'm sorry. All you want, not me. And you can get away with that. Okay. I said it. Yeah. I'm sorry. She was a big, fat, lazy pig, <laughs> but she took up four hours of my day by being a big, fat, lazy pig. And I had kids yeah. that were at little league practice waiting on me. 
I had told them I would be there because, you know, I was planning on being there and this woman would not do her job or get off her butt to do her job. So yeah, I was mad. Mm. And even to this day, and buddy, it's been 25 years. I'm still mad. I I had to apologize. It still bothers you. Yes. It bothers me because (laughs) I shouldn't have said it, Mark. It bothers me. I should not have said it. Not because it wasn't true. Yeah. It just had no real meaning to it, but I, other right. than for me, and it didn't serve a purpose. It didn't yep. make her all of a sudden go back in time in the, in the DeLorean and change anything. And yep. I shouldn't have said it, but something like that could cost me the presidency now, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's, that's why true. I say, yes, I did. Yeah, but exactly. I'm just tired of the, the anti-Semitism, I've never understood it, Mark. I really, I've never yeah. understood the hate. Okay, I joke around about a lot of things. I've never understood how some people can claim to be a Christian and be racist. Hmm. I cannot believe how liberals claim all these things, and yet they are racist, homophobic, anti-Semites. The ones I yeah. know, and I know a lot of yeah. them, yeah. especially in the theater. I remember the first yeah. time I went to a theater thing when I didn't have a great, I mean, I'm a theater person. And the theater is filled with uh, very liberal people. A lot of the LGBTQIA community is represented. And um, I remember when I moved, I'm not going to tell you what city, but I moved into a new city. And I'd always reached out to the local theater uh, because most of them don't make money. You know, it's expensive to put a play on. People don't realize you have to pay rights to do a play. And a lot of times they need publicity to sell tickets so i always whenever i came to a new city that's one of the first things i did is the local theater what are you guys doing come on in and let's talk about it on the air it'll be good for your thing and i uh, met a group in this town i just moved into and it had been it was it, it was a community theater but unless you were part of the lgbtqia community you were not allowed you were not wow yeah and they were actually just obstinate about it you know it's like it wasn't enough to say, I don't care what you do. It, it's like you, and so <laughs> I just, I, but that, you know, there are people like that now. And most of them go to Stanford, you know, or <laughs> any other liberal college. And they think that if you, if they get off your, you know, the reason you feel the way you do Mark and Dave is because you're privileged, you're white privilege. That's what it is. Get off your white privilege. You'll see what's going on. Mm. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of people telling me I should feel bad when I didn't do mm. anything to feel bad. Oh, yeah, and the I reason did, you feel the way that. you do is because you're a Marxist. That's why you feel the way you do. <laughs> and, and you've listened to idiots who can't make it in the yes. real world who hide in the classroom. That's what you've done. You've listened to the theory instead of been out in the real world. You've been right. listening to the people who are in office for a career. Yeah. You're intellectually lazy. You don't think for yourself. You can't analyze a situation. You just let other people tell you what to think. Impeach 45. Impeach 45. <laughs> That's all it is, man. Mph you know, forty five. <laughs> you know, it's so funny. I can never keep up with the numbers of which president. You know, like who was the sixteenth president of Lincoln? But you know, only I never, I could never keep it straight. Really, I'd have to count right. them. You know, going backwards. Yeah. But after impeach forty five, I got them all now. I can go to. <laughs> I can, <laughs> Is my kid in the right car seat? I guess she is. There are probably rules on when to move up to a booster seat, aren't there? Rear-facing, forward-facing, I think I have it right. 
Car crashes are a leading killer of children 1 to 13. Are your children in the right car seat for their age and size? Don't think you know. Know you know. Go to safercar.gov slash the right seat. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. So, Mark, are you going to run for office? Is that something on your agenda? Uh, no, okay. absolutely not. I would not. I Actually, it's never been anything that's attractive to me. Never. It never has been. I just, you know, I think I'm typical of a lot of people. I just, wanted, just have wanted to get up and earn my paycheck and pay my bills and enjoy my family and my life and be left alone. Pretty much. Yeah. I think that's how most people feel, right? When I was, when I was in my late 20s, um, I actually, being outspoken, um, I ran into a lot of people that uh, thought I would be a good candidate. Yeah. And uh, I wouldn't have been at the time they were asking me. And uh, But after I taught, I, I really thought, okay, why? You know, when you have that moment, you're flattered. And it's like, they're asking me to be, take part in this. And here's what it could lead to. And I actually, I thought about it. Went home. I said, "Let me think about it." You know, I went home. I thought about it. all the way home. Going, they're nuts. What's wrong with them? <laughs> you know? Here's what I think about it. My You're crazy. God, how do you not know who I am? But anyway, as I, I, I thought, well, I've got to give them a legitimate answer because I do care about these people. You know, and um, and I could not come up with one good reason for running. And that's mm. what it came down to. I was like, I can't find the reason I want to run. It's like I yeah. would like to have the position. I would like to have the future that it offers if I do this and win. But if I can't figure out why I want this other than to foment another career in politics, no, I don't think I'm the right guy. And I told him that. Now, granted, I was still drinking at the time that they asked me. And I thought, my vision's blurred 24-7. What's wrong with these people, you know? <laughs> I did say no, but I, all I could think of is what I found out since then about Hollywood, about Washington parties and things. Burt Reynolds wrote about mm-hmm. it in his book and talked about how these people that you have, you hold in high esteem in politics in Washington, D.C. that just totally get absolutely pile drive, blotto drunk yeah. at, public, at public meetings that you and I are paying yeah. for. Yeah. I just think about the number of times I've watched, I've watched Nancy Pelosi when she was Speaker of the House, when she did her regular Thursday morning briefing for the press. Right. And the number of times that she was slurring her way through those briefings and thinking, wow, she's either still, still drunk from last night or she started early because, (laughs) you know, (laughs) as it's 10 o'clock, 10 o'clock Eastern time, and she's already slurring her words. (laughs) Well, it's afternoon in London. It's five o'clock somewhere. There it you is. Know. <laughs> so there we have it. Enjoy your day. Pray for Biden. Pray for our country. But yeah. pray that the thought of something happening to Joe Biden beyond, mm-hmm. I mean, it's already like there's one foot in the grave and one on the banana peel. And I'm thinking, but the person that's there is, is Harris. Mark, I just, yeah, I, I have this picture in my head. I'm like, She's sitting there next to him. He does. He's got one foot on a banana peel. The other one's heading into the hole. And is Kamala, is she pushing him or pulling him back? Because I can't tell. We never walked on the moon. Elvis ain't dead. You ain't going crazy. It's all in your head. 